This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time for Silver and Black today on your Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, Raider Nation. We hope you're having a good one. Still enjoying the win, but now it's time to turn the page. It's time to look at the Los Angeles Rams. The Raiders, Rams, tomorrow night, Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. So they will be in a primetime game against the Rams, who just signed a new quarterback, you may have heard. Baker Mayfield will talk about that. I am Scott Branson. As always, I am joined by my broadcast partner, uh, and that is a Mr. Mo Moten. Of course, Mo is national NFL writer at Bleacher Report. He is also the Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can also follow me at LV Gully, the show SNB today and Mo, I sent it to you this morning. Yes, Silver and Black today is now on TikTok, and oh gosh. Mo is already an overnight sensation. Oh gosh! Uh, yes, there's reposting. They're they're making memes out of him. They're making him dance. They're doing all kinds. Of, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it could happen. It could happen. But we are up on TikTok, so you can check us out there as well as subscribe and hit the notifications <laughs> bell on. Uh, YouTube, of course, YouTube chat over in the corner uh, or in the side of the screen over there, right there next to Mo is going crazy as always. The guys and gals in the chat is always fun. So we appreciate you guys being with us. Go ahead, Scott. Mo. Yeah. Do you, you remember when Bill Belichick called Snapchat <laughs> Snapface? He tried, to, he tried to pretend like he didn't know what Snapchat was. Uh, yes, I, I remember. I'm honestly not on TikTok. That is yeah. That is that is behind my generation. I just I had no interest in being on, on TikTok. And when you sent me that message, I just I literally did the face palm. I know I said the the emoji face palm emoji, <laughs> but I immediately put my face in my hands like, oh gosh, I'm on TikTok. Well, here's the thing: is I had I had a listener tweet and said, hey, because I, I, I we tweeted it out from the show saying follow us on TikTok and. Somebody like thinks like me, and I, this is probably what I would have said if I wasn't in the business and had been watching a show, said something to the impact or effect of, hey, I'm not 15. Sorry, I can't, um, <laughs> which which I understand. But we do understand the reason we are now there with short videos that link back, of course, to episodes of this podcast is because, um, believe it or not, 25 to 34 Biggest growing usage of TikTok. And we have a lot of listeners in that 30 plus, especially range, maybe not so much under 30. If you're under 30, shout out in the chat or make comments below so we know you're there. But but clearly it's there. So we're there. You know, it's it's but, it's fantastic. And uh, but, I, I can't wait to make you a star. So I guess I got to get on Tiki Talk or Talk Talk, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. 
talk, talk, ticky talk. Yeah, ticky talk, talk, ticky talk, 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 talk. That's right. Oh, we are not aging ourselves at all. All right. <laughs> we are back here talking Raiders football. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, do that now. You don't have to subscribe on TikTok if you're not there, but go ahead and and subscribe to the show wherever you get it. Mo, we look at this Raiders team, and again, uh, it's time to turn the page. It's been great three games in a row. This team has played great. We talked about yesterday on Tuesday, we talked about great defensive play. We saw the reemergence, or I should say the first time emergence as a Raider of Chandler Jones, the center of that defensive front, uh, just rolling on it with the addition of Jerry Tillery. And of course, Bilal Nichols, who's kind of lived up to the hype that we gave him, not his fault, that we gave him in the preseason. Uh, and then, of course, the offense, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, uh, the offensive line playing great right now. They're all putting it together. But now they're trying to go on the road again to play the Los Angeles Rams. Everybody's looking at the Rams, calling them the Lambs because of all the injuries and because of the down season they had after winning the Super Bowl. But going on the road is a tough game, even if there's going to be a lot of Raider fans there. Uh, You look at this. On uh, the road. Yeah, on the road, right? That's right. So uh, just down I-5 or 15 to I-5. But if you look at this game uh, and and think about can the Raiders put together four straight, they're now in the position uh, where we talked about the P word last uh, episode, but uh, they kind of have to win out if they want to have a good chance of actually trying to make the playoffs. It's a difficult task. How does this game shape up for you? Is this one that you say, hey, you know, the Raiders playing the way they are? have a good opportunity to go Los Angeles and sneak out of there to this, uh, this bare bones Rams team. I give them a good chance to win. Uh, of course we're, we're kind of early with this episode. So, uh, the betting column hasn't come out yet. On <laughs> it's Report, coming out. It's coming out later, but today. it's coming. And I will tell you that, um, heavy Raiders favorites, uh, mm. going, well, of course they're favored in Vegas, but, a lot of us are backing the Raiders. I won't completely spoil it, but um, I don't want to say the Raiders should win this game, but they are rightfully favored by a touchdown. I believe, you know, no no Matthew Stafford. I believe Aaron Donald is going to be out. No Cooper Cup. I'm not saying this is a game you overlooked the Rams because they actually gave the Seattle Seahawks a challenge. That game came down, I believe, to late in that fourth quarter. The Seahawks had the battle with the Rams because the Rams were able to get their run game going. That's something that the Raiders have to be careful about. Though the Raiders have been stout against the running in the last three weeks, I don't mm-hmm. think they've allowed a 100-yard rusher in that in that span. Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, those guys are coming along, and the Rams are starting to find a way to at least stay competitive in these football games. So, Raiders can't overlook the Rams, but I expect the Raiders to win this game. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Certainly. I think the fans feel the same way, and and I'm sure we'll see all the TV prognosticators pick the Raiders. Um, It's interesting how a lot of folks have come around on this team. If you look at the fact that uh, as bad as the two and seven start was, it's they are one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. And we talked about all those reasons uh, yesterday on the show. But to sustain it is what makes you survive and excel in the NFL. 
<clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. Um, can they sustain it is the question. We know still, I mean, let, let's be real here. We know they have deficiencies in talent level on offense, uh, on offensive line, at on the defensive side, especially defensive backfield. Um, can they sustain this over the course of the next uh, uh, five games, Mo? I mean, you look at their schedule, and again, you can't look more than one game ahead, but at the same time, it stacks up nice for them except against the Chiefs at the end of the season. But even the Chiefs seem to maybe – uh, they got beat by the Bengals on Sunday. They seem to be losing some of the luster. If you're the Raiders, uh, this is nothing but it was like it was last year, right? Where you have to just focus one game at a time. Don't get ahead of yourself because the mountain to crawl up is very, very tall. Well, I did compare it to last year, and I'm, I think one of our listeners, uh, John Davis, agree that it feels a lot like last year when the Raiders went on that run. Now, of course, that. This run would be a lot longer than last year. The Raiders, I believe, <laughs> yes. had to win four straight. Uh, you're coming from two and seven to, to, I mean, ten and seven seems. I know I play around. And I say ten and seven is still mathematically possible, but do I be- actually believe the Raiders are going to go ten and seven? Very, very slim chance. Eight in a row. I'm, it's not impossible because you know, but it's you know, you got the 49ers and the Chiefs at the end of the schedule. So let's. As a lot of fans have said on Twitter, let's take this one game at a time and look at this and where they are right now. With the way Devontae Adams and Derek Carr are playing, with the way Josh Jacobs is playing, with the way that defense is playing, I, I'd say they can rattle off a few more wins, you know, and, and make this, you know, a five, six game win streak. So I wouldn't put it past Rays on that front. But I will say this that once you start to play, you know, New England, who's familiar with Josh McDaniels, it can get tough, mm. the Pittsburgh Steelers are not an easy opponent. Kenny Pickett, I, I know he's not throwing for a lot of yards, but he's learning as a rookie that Steelers' defense is tightening up because T.J. Watt is not healthy. You got Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end. I think as the games go on, as season goes on, the Raiders are going to need Hunter Renfro and Darren Wall to play a role in that Good offense point. to get the Raiders over the hump because they've been able to get by without those two guys. As the competition toughens up, I think they're going to need both those guys to be productive. Yeah, I agree, and I think that you also look at these these teams they're facing, with the exception of the Rams. You look at the Patriots. You look at the Steelers on Christmas Eve, okay, a, ro- a road game on a holiday. Um, both those teams are in the playoff race, including the Steelers, Yes. right? So, so these teams, it's not like the Rams where you look at and you say, okay, yeah, I mean, look, all professional football teams have good players, and so every game is tough. But you look at the Rams and you say, yeah, their season's over. There's just at three and nine. It's just not they're not going anywhere. OK, but you look at the other two and all they need is a couple wins to get into deep and heavy into the into the uh, playoff races, especially on the wild card, obviously. Uh, and and that is incentive for them to play and their coaching staffs to go all out. And so I think the Raiders, uh, they're facing going to face two teams in those two teams uh, in two and three weeks away that are in the exact same position they are. Look, I know I wasn't on the show with you, Scott, but I mm-hmm. seem to I'm old enough to remember the Raiders losing <laughs> to the Jacksonville Jaguars when they were up. Yes. Uh, by, you know, by three possessions. I'm old enough to remember the Raiders losing to the Jeff Saturday led Indianapolis Colts who got their doors blown off by the Cowboys a few days ago. So, I'm not I'm not looking at and even the Rams who are out of the playoff race so to speak. I'm not even looking at the Rams like, okay, easy win i I actually expect the rams to be competitive Mm -hmm. for most of the game now it was up to the raiders to pull away kind of like how they did with houston texans where you have a team that's 
you know, kind of on the downside, but you pull away at the end and you have a big play, a turnover, a pick six, something of that nature. I could see that happening. But fans listening to me right now, don't be surprised if they're in a battle through the first two, three quarters on the game on Thursday. Yes, absolutely. Uh, before we head to a break, uh, just a reminder Again, send in your mail questions. Uh, obviously, after the win, there wasn't any complaining, but we love it. We Because of the weird week with the Thursday night game tomorrow, we're doing a little bit of mailbag today at the end of the show. But make sure you send in your questions, your comments uh, about the Raiders, about the show. We appreciate it. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. We're going to step aside for our first break right now. When we come back... We are going to get up to date on some Raiders transactions that happened late yesterday, some movement uh, up on that defensive line with some comings and goings in Henderson. You're with Mo Moten and Scott Branson. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering all things Las Vegas Raiders. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. 